So that was Kyra. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing the band correctly, but it's C-Y-H-R-A, Kyra. Sounds pretty awesome. The track was Letter to Myself. The album is Letter to Myself, released last year, 2017. A band that I just accidentally came across. These guys are from Sweden. Um, I don't, see, I don't even know if I like the band, but... When I catch myself humming uh, a melody, when I'm taking a shower typically in the morning, I'm like, all right, wait, wait, see, I don't, I, I don't know the song, I don't know the band, but I'm humming it. So what I do is I, I look on my phone um, and, and I look at everything that I kind of randomly listened to the day before and I would shuffle through them. And if I'm lucky enough, I'm going to go, no, this is, this is a song right here. So this is one of those, uh, bands um again i i really don't know anything about them except for they are from sweden the album was released last year and uh i don't know it's it's melodic um upbeat i typically don't like that kind of upbeat type of riffage especially when it's beginning like in the beginning of the song but 
hey, it caught my attention somehow, or my brain uh, stored the melody part somewhere that uh, for some reason my brain was able to locate and bring out when I was taking a shower. Again, long story short, Nagayana Shomijikaku, Kanbai Chin Chin Chayo, Otsukare Chan. Let me take a real quick sip. Alright, so um, I got the um, thank thank God for you, the listener listeners. Uh, so I got some content. So I don't have to talk too much today. Reason being, I um, I got I got I got a really nice email from uh, Rocco B. Train from Canada, and um, it was very it was very well written. It was very long. It was very nice. Um, it was nothing about compliments, but he did add, um, he wrote, uh, you being off for so long has made the show a little rusty. And, uh, yeah, um, that's part of the podcasting game. It's, uh, I am such a hypocrite because when people ask me, people that are about or that or when I am asked, what is the secret about podcasting? And I've been doing it for, this is going to be year, it'll be year 11. Um, my, my whole thing is, don't do what I'm doing because I just podcast when I kind of feel like I want to say something. Because I don't, I, I've never want to force myself to record a show. But the reason why I'm telling you that you should never do what I'm doing is because of exactly what Rocco B. Gotrain from Canada said. When you're off too long, you lose it and you get rusty. And uh, what am I trying to say here today? Yes, to be a successful podcaster, you should at least minimum podcast twice a month. Or do you do it once once a week? I guess so that's four times a month, right? Because when you do it so infrequent, um, I'm, when I'm trying to record, I'm like trying to set up the levels and everything. And it's like starting all over again. It's like where, where the, mic, the mic levels is everything connected properly um, to the software that I'm using. Is the levels okay? Is it distorting? Why not? And that comes before the 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 talking part right the talking part um i typically have a list of things bullet points and i'll just go from bullet point one all the way till the end and i kind of stay focused at least and basically whatever comes out of my mouth while i am on certain uh, a topic is whatever ends up on the recording I used to re-listen to the recording and make edits in the past, but it's not fun. So now, if, or I hope this one is going to sound better and less rusty, but uh, it probably will. Just, just give me a second, but that's what I'm saying. I love, I love it when I get uh, messages because I could have the listener, you, sending in things um, instead of me having to talk. All right, I'll get right back to it, but what was I talking about? Yeah, I was talking about, uh, yes, being rusty and, uh, yeah, not, not re-listening to the episode before I upload the episode. So whatever I'm talking about right now, if once I upload this, if you asked me about something that I'm talking about today, I, um, I, I would probably have to re-listen to the episode to figure out what I was talking about because, I don't really know what I'm talking about right now, um, which is to me, it's part of uh, maybe not as a listener, but for me, it's it's whatever I'm thinking is coming out of my head and uh, I'm not going to dwell on it. It's just probably a thought that I had um, this moment. Right. So. All right. So thank you very much. Gracias, Rocco Bico Train, for the email that you sent me. Um, it was very nice and uh, but at the same time, yes, yeah, 
I should try to podcast more just to make sure that I don't uh, waste your time, waste the listener's time, at least. So, come by Jinjin Jaya, oh, by real quick sip. <clears throat> All right, so getting back to what I was talking about, thank God for the listeners you don't want to get this. So I got a uh, voice message. Um, there's a couple of ways to send a voice message, but I have a phone number. The audio sucks. So I've been trying to tell people, if you want to send in a voice message, um, just email me at metalmoment at gmail.com. Just like, just like my buddy right here. And thank God for you to coming through because I don't have to embarrass myself anymore. I'm just going to make sure that I embarrass you on the show. And this comes from Chris from the East Coast. And I don't know, and this is not me, so don't don't take it wrong. This is what he, I think, is going to start calling himself on the show. Chris, the candy-ass white boy. So, Chris from the East Coast, um, a.k.a. the candy-ass white boy, he sent me a, a voice message. And, uh, haven't done these in a while. Beer of the moment. So he's going to be drinking a brewski. And uh, he's going to be talking about some tunes that he sent me. Which I will play after listening to him. So. Thank you. Domo arigato gozaimasu. Domo arigato Mr. Roboto for your beautiful sexy ass voice. Uh, let me just shut my mouth and play the message that I got. And it's uh, complimented by a freaking sexy ass song in my opinion so here we go chris aka candy ass white boy from the east coast all right moshi moshi hey shocky this is your friend chris from the east coast checking in i listened to your show a few episodes ago well, how you doing, first of all? Let me take a sip of this fine Back East Brewery Misty Mountain IPA. Find your way back. Let's take a look. Um, this is given alcohol content, government warning. Brewed by Back East Company, Bloomfield, Connecticut. Backeastbrewing.com, blah, blah, blah. Um, bought this at Whole Foods, but whatevs. Um, I don't see an alcohol content, so what the heck. Handcrafted Connecticut beer. Um, Connecticut's not known for rock stars or beer, but that's a tale for another time. Anyway, I was listening a few episodes ago, and yes, I'm lame, I don't get back to you. Uh, we were listening to, there was an episode where you did something, I think from Silver Chair, which, oh my God, that was, Far worse than like Collective Soul and just that just awful 90s stuff. It makes you glad the 90s are like ancient history. Thank God. Um, sorry, I don't have a sexy ass voice. And the other thing that you said on that episode was um, you played Natalie and Bulia. And um, I remember that. That was 20 years ago when I was actually in Europe and in. Sweden, Denmark, and Lithuania, which in Norway, which is another story, which I will get into another time, but um, that was like a huge, huge song in Europe when I was there, and they like played it all the time, and then when I got back to America, it became a hit here, and I don't know why I'm telling you this, and I don't know why I'm that interested, um, because I'm more of a Testament fan than a Natalie Imbruglia fan, but... Um, in a separate email, I will send you the, the follow-up song, and you can play that when you do your credits with my sexy-ass voice. And also, I'm going to send you another metal thing. I'll describe that to you in the email. But um, why am I talking about this? Oh, because, yes, I haven't gotten back to you lately, and... My one of my bucket list items in life is to drink IPAs with you at the Devil Slide Tap Room, and I would probably need an Uber driver because I 
am a candy as a white boy and probably cannot hold my IPAs, but blah, blah, blah. So that's it. I will send you this and then you'll get another email from me with a couple other songs and that's all I'm going to do and stay frosty. Say hello to Michael Butler and um, I think I'm going to one of these years run the Monterey Marathon. So when I do that, I'll go and recover at Devil's Slide with you, but you'll be the first to know on that. Anyway, so stay frosty, have fun, and love the podcast. Later. Oh, boy. Beautiful, beautiful track. Beautiful, beautiful, sexy-ass voice. Um, couple things, man. That is the quintessential beer of the moment. Because when I, when I was asking people to uh, send me a beer of the moment, people just call in or send me a message saying, this is a brewery, this is a beer that I'm drinking, and it's bitter, and the alcohol percentage, by the way, the uh, the alcohol percentage of the Black East Brewery, Misty Mountain IPA that, uh, Chris, you were drinking, is 7%, so, eh, it's like a single IPA, um, but, but it's, whenever you get into the doubles or triples, it, it's, uh, it's a different animal, because a lot of the food that you are eating no longer goes with it, because the beer kind of overpowers the palate on your tongue and it's it's not fun so when you're eating it's for me at least um i like single single ipas which is usually in the 5.4 to around 7.2 percent for me i guess everybody's tongue is different but for me my tongue is like conditioned that way but again what am i what am i saying that the beer of the moment, the true beer of the moment is it's kind of like while you are enjoying your brewski, you talk about it a little. And then what happens is, like in this case, the loopling glands um, that's found in the hops, all right, okay? It consists of like oils and um, the, this, is it the oils or is it the resins? Basically, alpha acid and the base, uh, the beta acid. And when that triggers or when that starts melting into your membranes in your head um your mind just kind of goes on um what i would say um auto control so you're enjoying the brewski you're having a conversation with a, a beautiful lady beside you hopefully or in this case two beautiful podcasts <laughs> called the metal moment podcast show and you're talking to yourself so again smartphone get the audio voice memo and just start talking and it's all about the brewski and at the end of the day after five minutes you're like what the hell am i talking about and it's just your mind just like kind of takes you to a, a a um an adventure and that is the true beer of the moment so again natalie and Berea i talked about when i was playing a uh, silver chair because she was married to the dude from silver chair and uh, i think that's why i played a little bit of her older stuff you know on a previous show and i'm kind of trying to remember or recall what that episode was about but it was probably about australia um no, no, I, Steve, uh, Steve from Australia, I think sent me something which triggered the whole Natalie, uh, Imburgia thing with the, the, the silver chair talk, whatnot. And then the other thing is, um, like, um, you bringing up you is Chris, um, and the candy ass white boy is that, uh, the band Sanctuary, and that's funny because I'm like, Sanctuary, it's just like one of the bands that I put on my playlist uh, a month ago, and um, they sounded different because I think the the Sanctuary track that I should look up right now um, is more of a recent one, 
And uh, the track that you sent me sounds very like, I don't know, 80s or something like that. So let me just play that. And while I'm playing that, um, let me just look up the track to see at least what year it is to try to figure out like what the hell was going on with this band Sanctuary. Because I didn't even know that this band had so many tracks or tunes. Um, it's it's the track that uh, so the track that you sent me is uh, Battle Angels. And I'm, I'm reading it right now. It's um, from the album Refuge Denied. And it's 1987. All right, so I need to look up uh, the track that I, I've been listening to, um, Arise in Purity. Let me look up what year that album is to, fig- to figure out, like, how long these guys have been around. So, no marigato. Thank you very much, Ogasi. If you'd like to send me a beer of the moment, just email manwoman at gmail.com and send me the audio um, recording that you uh, recorded on your smartphone. Or if you want to do old school style, the phone number is 1-707-786-3825. You can't memorize that because your loopland uh, gland is affected by, I shouldn't say, the loopland gland is affecting your memory. It's one seven oh seven seventy eight metal. It's the easier way to memorize that. Uh, all right, so let me just cue this sucker up right here. But don't mind Thank you again, man, for the beautiful, beautiful, sexy ass voice message. And uh, I will wait for another one, and I will be waiting for more of you to be to send me one of these sexy ass voice messages. So here we go. This one is Sanctuary, the band, and the track is. Battle Angels from the album Refuge Denied, released 1987 and produced by, I just, I'm just learning now, Dave Mustaine from friggin' Megadeth. All right, cool. Here we go. Come by Chin Chin
Alright, so that was Sanctuary from the album Refuge Denied, released back in 1980. Alright, so... Alright, so that... So that was... I guess there's a tail end to that clip. Um, where am I? So that was Sanctuary with Battle Angels from the album... Refuge Denied, released back in 1987. Hold on. Um, did I say 1987 or was I saying 1997? I'm looking at my notes and it says 1987 and I just, I, it didn't hit me until 87. All right. So I was reading it 87, I think. Um, but I was thinking in my head. 97 so they've been around for a long ass freaking time so 87 um let me just see so band this was produced by dave mustaine an american thrash metal band formed in seattle washington united states in 1985 all right so okay so they've been around they split okay so they split up in 1992 but reformed 18 years later the lead vocalist position was held by Warrell Dane until his death. Oh, so he died in 2017. Oh, so so this this singer died last year. All right. Um. So wow, they've been around for a long freaking ass time, huh? So 1985, the track that we just listened to, Battle Angels, was recorded on an album that came uh, out 1987 produced by Dave Mustaine from Megadeth, right? So let me see timeline. The way my timeline works is number one. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how old I was. And that was, uh, that was a year that I picked up the freaking guitar. I think I picked up the guitar back in 1986, I think. So 87, discovered George Lynch um I was a late bloomer because I didn't like I wasn't in the guitar so I wasn't in the guitar music I was more into like Mr. Mister and stuff like that um so 1987 let's see back for the attack talking Def Leppard hysteria White Lion cried God damn Vito Brada, man. I wish he was still playing, man. He just took, completely quit. And I think he's a realtor up in uh, Long Island, New York, New York now. That's his, like, his thing. Um, White Snake, yeah. The 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 album, Still of the Night. And what's uh, well, just White Snake, White Snake, but Still of the Night. Is this love? I know a lot of dudes probably made, or even dudettes, if you're listening, made love to that track. Is this love? Um, yeah, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction, that kind of changed the scene, um, in my opinion, from glam hair to, like, rock and roll, like, root style. Uh, one of my favorite brands, um, T&T, Tell No Tales, 1,000, or 10,000 Lovers in One, fantastic song. Molly Crew, Girls, 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 Sunset Strip, etc., yeah. Uh... Pretty Maids, Future World. Still a huge Pretty Maids fan, man. They have like Nordic um, Union um, is another band that he started. Atkins started, and it's their second album is coming out in November, I think. But their first album that came out um, probably two, three years ago, man, freaking fantastic stuff. And then uh, Dio, Dream Evil, with Craig uh, Gordy. Uh, right with his uh back then he was playing a uh, pc rich warlock nowadays he's playing um, an esp maverick is it a maverick model i forgot but uh yeah when you look at the albums back for the attack doc and def leopard hysteria white lion pride white snake white snake guns and roses appetite tnt girls 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 future world dream evil it was a long freaking time ago that these guys released that track. What am I trying to get to here? Um, 
the Lupulin effect, man. The Lupulin. Where did I start from? The Lupulin, uh, the uh, the beta acid, the alpha acid, uh, the hops penetrating your membrane, um, releasing some dopamine because you're so freaking happy that you're getting this nice IPA taste on your palate. Yeah. <sighs> Gotta go reverse style. So the way I figure out timeline in my world is instead of saying how old I was or what high school I was going to at the time, it's more about what was I listening to? I go, all these albums came back out uh, or came out, got released, got dropped. 1987, man. Yeah, it takes me back. All right, let me, uh, enough of me. Let me thank the... um, the contributors or the members of the Metal Moment podcast. Let me just and uh, all right. So I'm out of beer. I need the beer to do this. So uh, let me go grab a beer. But while I do that, I might as well. And I'm not bullshitting, uh, Chris. Uh, or I should say, candy ass white boy. I'm not bullshitting. Like I literally had sanctuary on my on my list uh like i said maybe like i put it on there like two uh, two weeks ago so let me just dig that sucker up and again this is a newer one uh this was from in the album the year the sun died 2014 <sighs> kind of weird huh the singer what was his name warl dane he passed away last year well this album was released 2014 the year the sun died and this is a track that was uh, that I ended up humming when I was taking a shower and I had to go back to figure out what the band was. And it turned out to be Sanctuary. And this track is called Erison Purity. All right, let me go grab my brewski. Here we go.
right, so our candy-ass white boy knows what he's talking about. Sanctuary, Rise and Purify, The Year of the Sun Died was the album released 2014, and that is where that was a track that um, ended up on my uh, list two weeks ago, I think. And uh, we great minds right here. We great minds, it's not proper English, but uh, when you get the Lupulin effect, man, you start listening to the same type of bands and you kind of connect um, in, in the hoppy world when your dopamine is completely controlled by the alpha acid and the beta acid resins that's in the hops, which is, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I got my beer, so let me just pour the sucker in. One thing my mother taught me, she taught me many things. But one of the important things that she taught me is like, when you're drinking anything, you got to pour it in a glass, man. So it's the only way to enjoy, um, in this case, a nice cold brewski. So let me just clear out my throat. Come by chin chin chayo. Oh, bye. Otsukara chan. All right. So let me thank um, the team members that I have. I have, I have this little group. Um, it's over at Patreon. You can go to metalmoment.com. If you are interested, you could go to metalmoment.com. And on the right-hand side, you will see a link um, or a banner, a small banner. that says Patreon. It's like orange colored. And what it is, is it's just a site that allows creators. Um, it could be any type of creator. It could be video creator. It could be podcast and, and, um, or anything, art. And you could have people contribute based on what uh, what you are doing. So I'm going to completely rip this part part off, um, and I'm going to rip it off from my great buddy Michael Butler from the Rock and Roll Geek Show. So he calls it, or in fact, he rips it off from Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak uh, from the No Agenda Show. And so, I would like to give credit to three of these individuals. So, I am ripping off Michael Butler from the Rock and Roll Geek Show. And he calls it the value for value model. This is what it is. It's basically saying, just pay or just donate what you think this show is worth. So, if you think the Metal Moment Podcast is worth something entertaining just donate what you think what it's worth it could be a dollar it could be five dollars it could be 20 it could be 50 and i'm going to say a thousand bucks just is not not as a joke just because adam curry and john devorak show it's 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 freaking crazy huh how people are like willing or is that that the show is so valuable to these listeners they will donate like i think there's a guy like donating like thirteen hundred dollars for one episode and i mean yeah maybe you have a lot of money but like that's a lot of money um but that being said adam curry and john c dvorak when they put up uh, their show they have a show i think two or three times a week and it's tech related. There's politics involved, but the amount of research that they put into before they record a show is that's uh, a full friggin' time job. So I could understand how people actually like really appreciate it. They go, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna donate like thirteen hundred dollars per show, man. Whenever you deliver a show, I am going to donate thirteen hundred dollars. So I gotta get it. So, it's a value for value model. Donate what you think the show is worth. If it's not worth anything to you, that's all good. Just come to metalmoment.com and click on the Amazon banner and just do your like typical shopping or whatnot. And then I'll get like a, a, uh, a referral fee. Yeah, that's another way of doing it. So, I'm ripping off my friend. Michael Butler from the Rock and Roll Geek Show. I don't think he'll mind because, like, because we're friends and he gets it. Like, 
I'm trying to do something with this thing. But and then on his show, he will credit Adam Curry. Adam Curry in the metal world, he's a familiar dude. He was uh like back in the 80s, man, headbangers bald. He was it's that Adam Curry, man. He was the VJ, one of the first VJs that Headbangers Ball had. Had the long, uh, curly hair, long hair, tall dude, his uh, rider's jacket. Um, and then later he purchased, uh, when, the, when the internet started coming around, he was, he was really quick, man. So he bought MTV.com, the domain, and he ended up selling that. And he made a you know, pretty good sum of money. And obviously his relationship with MTV dissolved at that point. But since then, he's been doing, you know... He's the reason why we have podcasting is because of Adam Curry. Adam Curry said, like, you know, everybody was uh, uh, blogging uh, back then, 2003. And uh, he was like, well, why don't I just put out audio and call it, um, call it to what was he calling it? Uh, it wasn't the video, so it was the audio blog so he started calling it the audio blog and then that turned into the that turned into podcasting so adam curry that vj that was on um mtv on the headbangers ball he is the freaking goddamn pod daddy um so he's the originator everybody in the world has to thank adam curry for that and then, so now, uh, his main show is, he has a show with this tech pundit that lives in the Bay Area, John C. Dvorak. And they talk about politics, they talk about tech, they talk about everything, intellectual style, um, in a way that's uh, really entertaining. So, so I credit Michael Butler. Michael Butler credits Adam Curry and uh, John C. Dvorak uh, from the No Agenda show. So I should credit everybody. So everybody that started podcasting prior to to me, it's been, yeah, I started 2008. So a little bit over 10 years. But uh, these people that started back in 2003, 2004, man, thank you. Don't worry about the The reason why I am thanking them is this thing is, uh, it's kind of weird talking to yourself in front of the computer, just like me without anybody but in 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 my mind i'm imagining that there's somebody sitting beside me as listening to me ramble on on and on um and the reason why i think the people that started the whole audio blog um the whole podcasting thing is that man it's like it's really therapeutic in a way there's a lot of things on my mind that I don't talk about, but I, I talk uh, I talk about it in, in, in this different form. So since we're talking about metal, typically I talk about these heavy metal bands or metal um, or stuff that's going on around or that's things that are evolving around my world, I guess. So <clears throat> long story short. Man, my beer is getting warm, so let me hurry this sucker up. So let me thank uh, the Patreon uh, members, the members of the Metal One Podcast and the Japanese Metal Hut Show over at Patreon again, value for value model. I really appreciate, like, yeah, anything that you are uh, contributing um, or whatever this uh, show is worth. So, again, if you'd like to become a member of the Metal One Podcast and the Japanese Metal Hut Show, just head on over to metalmoment.com and look for the Patreon link um, on the right-hand side and just click on it. Just check it out because um, you might enjoy it. Because what you will get for whatever you want to donate, this is what you're going to get. All right. Member number one, Hiroshi Tanida-san. Oishibori desu. なんか昨日東京あたりなんかめちゃくちゃ雨がすごかったみたいなんですけど、あとなんかすげえ大変だったみたい。とりあえず安全まあ東京に住んでないのかな今。ちょっと忘れちゃったけど、でもこの一杯
。乾杯、ちんちん、ちゃよ、ひろしさん。Member number two, クリス・ヘイズさん。Also known as Highball. Um, yeah, man. Like, glassware, like I said, man, my mom taught me to drink beer from a glass or anything from a glass. Especially, what you want to do is a specific beer that if you are drinking Ibisu, you want to have an Ibisu glassware. So, if you don't have an Ibisu glassware, you should pick one up because you'll never be able to truly drink Ibisu beer at home if you get the Ibisu beer. A bottle or a can, and it's like, what are you gonna do? Right? You need that Ebisu glassware, so. Ganbai, Jin Jin, Jayo, Otsukare chan, Chris Ezu san. Right. Member number three, Michael Storito san. He was in、uh, Nashville with Michael Butler. They had the Rock and Bod Expo, and、uh, Michael was there.、Uh, Michael Street was there supporting Michael Butler. In various ways. So,、uh, I know you guys had、uh, a great, fantastic time. I just listened to an episode of the Rock and Roll Geek show where he had Michael Street on the airwaves. And、uh, I gotta tell you, man, Michael Street, you sounded pretty freaking sexy. So, this one's for you. Come by, Jin Jin Jayo. Oppai. All right. Member number four. Derek Cowardson from the comicbooknoise.com. He started podcasting,、um, I forgot the exact year, but he's been doing it for well over a decade. He's one of the OGs, man.、Um, and、uh, the thing is, I shouldn't say the thing is, but it's like it's becoming more and more important for podcasters to have a secure RSS feed, SSL certified. And I just noticed that comicbooknoise.com, they are SSL certified. So,、uh, I don't know what that means. Like, like, I know what it means. I don't know if this is going to make, I don't even know if this is like a thank you to Derek Coward, but don't worry about it. Quick sip. Come by, Jinji Jail. What's going on? Member number five, Adrian Boschon Chan from all the way from down under Australian style, Natalie Mbria. Man, beautiful, beautiful girl.、Um, so he sent, let me see, I got, I got two albums recently, and the one, the Lucifer 2 that you sent me, or hold on, that you, you, you didn't send me, but you told me to listen to. Um, Lucifer is a band from,、uh, they say they're from Berlin, Germany, and Stockholm, Sweden. And I don't know which member lives where, but the, those two countries are like 674 miles apart. So that's a 1,084 kilometers apart. So they're pretty much within driving distance. So I guess the band Lucifer is categorized as a German, a Swedish band. All right. So I loved, I loved their first album, Lucifer One. I guess that's what they call it. They released it、uh, three years ago, 2015. And、uh, it was like, to me, it was like this awesome female, like wicked vocalist. Had tons of like,、um, let me see, the first, it was, I would say like Black Sabbath, the Doom, with melody, with a little heart going on.、Um, I guess because she's a female, but it was just like, The songs were so friggin' evil, not evil, soft evil. It was, the voice was so sweet and melodic, but it was friggin' dark. And I friggin' love that album. So I don't, I think I even said that that was the best album of the year for me, 2015. And I, and I even got a limited edition、um, vinyl. It was a turquoise、um, album cover, and I just said Lucifer. It's freaking fantastic. So, I was looking forward to this album, Lucifer 2, that just came out this year. And,、um, like, when you listen to the 2015 release, it was, a, I think it was the first or second track. Abracadabra, man. I was like, oh, freaking, this is freaking goddamn, oh, oh good stuff. 
Um, so I was looking so forward to this Lucifer 2 album. And when I first took a spin on it, it's, oh man, they lost the Black Sabbath-y kind of thing. They're heading towards more, it's just happier, a lot more heart influence, I guess. But it's just like the tempo, the rhythm, it's just happier. It's too happy. Lucifer's a man that, yeah, it's, you don't want to be that up-tempo and happy, in my opinion. But, um, to try to, try to explain what I'm talking about, um, Abracadabra, just, just YouTube it, but here's, here's the track that, or here's the album that Adrian Boschan-Chan told me to listen to, Del Marigato, from their latest album, Lucifer 2. And since I'm running out of beer again, let me just play, uh, play track this one is uh i don't even know but it's the track that everybody's playing i think let's see uh american something american something <laughs> american no california sun that's what it is all right so i have to look it up real quick so california sun i think it's their first single release from the lucifer 2 album that just got released but check it out and just tell me how you think about this it's a little too happy man so uh let me just go grab a beer let me just uh i will come back and read off the rest of the uh the 50 members that i have all right so here we go lucifer brands bank a new one uh california sun domarigato adrian boss chan chan here we go
right, so Lucifer from the album Lucifer 2 just released. It was California Sun, uh, Adrian Bosch, John, John. I'm telling you, it's too happy, man. Like, just listen to the bass, man. It's, the bass is just, like, dancing around, bopping it. And then I understand, like, I get the guitar, like, especially not the solo, but the guitar tone, the rhythm tone. I don't know anything about, like, it's, even though I like Lucifer, I like their first album, like, it's, I'm listening to this song and I'm not digging into like who the guitarist is, what they're using. It's not kind of like listening to George Lynch or Warren Martini or Jakey Lee where like, I'm just like, you know, for them, it's like, it's about the guitar. It's about the amps. It's about the pedals. And I know everything comes from the fingers, but by the way, the Red Dragon Cartel, um, yeah, they just released, um, a, um, over on uh, YouTube, a video that I will be talking about um, as a bonus, I think, um, this week. But, oh, God damn, man, Jake freaking Ely. I'll talk about the guitar that he's playing. Um, but that bit aside, so I understand for this guitarist right here, um, or I'm guessing that he has, like, Michael Schenker influence, just the tone of his rhythm, but, I th you know, Michael Schenker is a uh, Marshall guy, right? JCM 800 with the with the wall pedal cocked in, in a certain degree that gives that uh, frequency. But for, like, all these new guys, man, I, I bet you that this guitarist from uh, Lucifer, he's using an orange amp. Because the orange amp is, it's, it's, they're starting to dial in, uh, like, really good track. Like, Jakey Lee was using orange uh, probably like eight years ago, he switched to orange from Marshall and now he's back to park. I think even George Lynch is back to park. Um, some of the vintage ones. Um, but, uh, loop loon effect, man. So where am I going with this? Oh yeah. So Lucifer, like, I don't, I don't like this album. It's just too happy. The vocalist is just kind of jumpy. Or the way she's singing is jumpy. The bass is just kind of way, way, way jumpy. Um, yeah, guitar tone. Yeah, yeah, it's like the classic ultimate, man. Guitar tone. But it's not the ultimate tone, but it's it's mimicking the ultimate tone. So that was Lucifer. But uh, check out the first album. Um, you, you'll know, like, you'll get what I'm trying to say. Even though I don't know what I'm trying to say or what am I pretending not to know here. All right, let, let me get back to the uh, the members. So that was Adrian Bosch on number five, Don Marigato. And I lied about the 50 because I don't have 50. I have seven members. So we only have two more to go. All right. So the show will be over pretty quick, pretty soon. Two more. Let me just fill, fill my glass up. <clears throat> Oh, well, hold on. Kanbai Jinji Jayopai, Adrian Bashan Chan. Doma Riotosamasu. Ibai. All right, member number six. Lokuban. Number six in Japanese. In, in case, like, I don't know, if you're, if you want to learn one Japanese, man, this is the simplest one. Number six or six is Roku. R O K U. So just think rock. R-O-C-K, Roku, Roku is six, all right, so if you want to say six, 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 just say, Roku, 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 that'll make you freaking evil itself, so, member number, Roku, Roku, Nati Nucha-san, she is participating in uh, what is called the Dog Days of Podcasting, what that is, is I was, um, I did it a couple years ago for two years straight, it's where these podcasting nerds, including myself, will upload a show for the entire month of uh, August. It's a challenge. So the deal is, from the 1st of August till the end of August, you basically upload a show every day. A lot of the shows are like 5, 10, 15 minutes long at max, but uh, it's a challenge. It's fun, and I know she's contributing. Michael Butler is contributing. They're still contributing contributing 
And actually, that's where I, I met a lot of people like uh, Derek Coward from the comicbooknoise.com. I didn't know anything about him until the Dog Days podcasting, and he just happened to be one of the Dog Days of Podcasting members. So, Dog Days of Podcasting, yeah. Yeah. Good times. I just couldn't do this year just because, yeah. Just because I won't talk about it. All right. So, member number seven, the last member that I have. Steven, also known as Ping Zing from the Down Under. Um, a listener from Australia. Maybe you know, or I know you don't know, but Adrian Boss Chan Chan. So, thank you, Don Marigato from the Down Under Mound. So, uh... <laughs> I hope you enjoyed a little bit of the uh, Natalie and Burgess style today that was brought up by the um, the Chris from the East Coast. And if you don't like me calling you as a candy-ass white boy, just tell me and I will not. But I just thought, just because you mentioned that, I will start calling you that. But uh, it may not be the appropriate term to use. But uh, all right, enough of me. A little bit over an hour. If you are at Starbucks Latte. If you are at a bar, you are not listening to me right now because you're checking out the chick that is sitting beside you. However, that chick that is sitting beside you is checking out the dude that is sitting across from you. So you are not going to get lucky tonight. Don't listen to me once If you are on the train... The next stop is Shimokitazawa, so don't miss your stop. However, if you are sitting in front of the computer just like me or listening to your Android, iPhone, your not-so-sexy Apple Watch, you are at a safe place. So come by Jinjinjayo, Oppai, Otsukaru-chan. Cheers. So metalmoment.com is where I live. Twitter is twitter.com forward slash metalmoment. The other one is for the Japanese Metalhead Show listeners. It's twitter.com forward slash JMH show. Facebook is facebook.com forward slash metalmoment. Instagram is everything is metalmoment. So hopefully I will see you there. What I'm going to use as an album art today for the show is since, uh, since uh, the candy ass white boy sent me, he sent me audio, he sent me some Natalie, sent me some sanctuary, and he actually sent me a picture of the beer that it was drinking, the black, uh, the Blackies Brewery Misty Mountain IPA, the seven percent IPA that is. I will use that as the alma mart, and uh, yeah, metalmoment at gmail.com is where you could be set. Uh, Sending me your sexy ass freaking voice messages, beer of the moment, or whatever. So that's it, man. We'll do it again next time. And uh, like Rocco Bico Train said, like like you're getting rusty, so I'll tr- I'll try to do more shows so I don't become rusty as hell. And uh, yeah, all right, checking out, man. So. We'll do it again next time. Kanpai. Chin chin. Chayo. Otsukaru chan. Alright. Outs. <laughs>